Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. says why would you name a holiday labor day that doesn't make a lick of sense but what do i know i'm just a rubber chicken well you can't have the day off no i don't care if it's a holiday for human beings i'm working you've got to work hey please you stop that or i will have you no i mean it you will be fired okay that is enough for today before i get very angry we have to get on with Rantcast number 97. Shut up already. I'm sick of it. Okay, this is Lewis Black's Rantcast number 97, entitled Masturbating. Okay, that's uh, M-A-S-T-E-R-B-A-I-T-I-N-G, masturbating, which is what we're going through this week is the uh, uh, judge has decided that... uh, the former leader can get a special master. And so we can uh, now go through a masturbation, I guess, of uh, how did, what is it? What do we need a special? Why? Can somebody explain it? Huh? We're looking in there. Uh, look, I, I, he, we're looking to see what it is that he had, and he knows what he had. And the lawyers need to see what he had. What, are the, what is it that they need to see? 
He knows what he had there, okay? And he knows why people are in there looking for this shit. And they had to wait on this shit. At what point does it not make sense that somebody, how does the judge rule like that, all right? He, He didn't allow that he was, fucking didn't return the shit he took, okay? I mean, what if he took paintings and stuff? out of there that we're that we you know had so that people go oh boy that's an expensive thing i guess you shouldn't have taken that this is what this is worse than if he stole shit this is he did steal shit it was our shit and now we got to watch and i the reason i call it you know masturbating the other reason uh is because he is the masturbator that's right he throws the bait on the hook and reels everybody in that's right. He, and he's baiting, meaning he baits us continually. Well, I didn't do that. No, this is really what, and then, and, and he comes up with, you gotta, you know, be, it's impressive. He just continues to make shit up every day and, and it doesn't seem to matter. And boy, oh boy, the, this guy's the worst and he's this and that's that. Uh, but I didn't, you know, I, did, I, I didn't take anything. I didn't do anything. Look, they threw this stuff on the floor. They went through. They went through Melania's. Of course, she go through shit. That's what she do. And then there was stuff they had to go through it because there was empty envelopes. It's probably all mixed up. That's what I would guess. He's about as organized as I am. If you took a look at my desk, God. And that's all we're doing is you know, taking a step further. That's once again. We're all sitting around masturbating, and we are going to get into heavy, heavy-duty uh, masturbation coming up now that we've got the uh, elections coming. It's uh, apparently Labor Day, and a happy Labor Day to you all. That's I'm working on Labor Day uh, because I care. <laughs> uh, no, I'm working on Labor Day so because I've got a big week coming up, and uh, I've got a, a lot of stuff to do, and I'm trying to get my my act together. So I thought get this done while I still have like a bit of energy left from a, uh, the weekend and uh, the continual uh, Lewis Black celebration of being on the earth. And, um, but the, the, we, we, we were going to go, we're going the September, the Labor Day is, is the start of the, um, of the, uh, the election season, as they say. Now it's going to go in a full swing. And what does that mean? Oh, boy, we're going to have to hear about it. It's just like it's football or baseball or, or any other sport. Oh, it's so low. They're not connected. Oh, they're winning now. No, we're going to think about that. You know, and what if these people show up and how about if that and how many people are in the stands and if they're cheering or not? And God, come on. Son of a bitch. And send some money now and send some money now. It turns out uh, the Republicans have uh, had 180 million bucks in their war chest. Now they're down to 23 million. God knows what they spent it on. It's, you know, and we're going into this and they're, and literally you turn on whatever channel. Well, it looks like the Republicans. No, it looks like the Democrats. No, it looks like the Republicans. No, it's like the Democrats. Uh, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, of course, uh, you know, continuing to just fucking yap. Just somebody should tell him, shut the fuck up for a while. Okay. Just zip it with your nonsense. Okay. Just, I'm done with it. Just give us a vacation from it. And so he's going on, well, you know, this will be, be, if he wins, you know, Trump, this will be the greatest election recovery. This is huge. There'll be nothing like this in America. I, 
But come on. You know, just come off it. All of them. Shut the fuck up. And and, 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 and let's, Leah, and then uh, I'll get 5 million emails a day. Maybe, you know what? I, you know, I just, it's almost to the point of sending money to the people who don't bother you. I've said that before and again in time and in, ad infinitum. And uh, whew, come on. I get, I've, I literally dump 100 emails a day. Can we, can't you send it? Boy, we're at the point of getting danger. I, we have to make uh, $42,000 by, everybody has to make $42,000 by six o'clock just to keep up with inflation. Um, unreal. Just unreal. Jackson, Mississippi, meanwhile, no water. Can't get clean water. There's a place here in New York City. They say there's, we got, a, you know, a, a, a project here that, uh, you know, a housing project. They don't have clean water, but a whole fucking city. Flint, too. God damn it. What's the matter with us? And for years they've been saying, you know, our water's shitty, shitty. It's getting shittier and shitty, shitty. Now it's fucked. And it's flooding at the same time. It, the level at which this continues to be clinically insane. Well, the city's flooded, but they have no water. What? What? Well, that's right. The city's flooded, but there's no water. Well, clean water, of course. And uh, every day, you know, well, we think we can get the thing pumping, but they will have to boil the water. And I can't imagine living like that. It's and it is it's becoming disturbingly biblical, you know. Floods one today in Georgia, and then apparently their water is not fucked there. But Jackson's was getting fucked before the flooding uh, was already fucked. They were already boiling water like it's the and then and fucking they've been doing this on uh, you know Native American reservations for fucking ever. They don't have clean water. It's stupid. Wealthiest country on a fucking planet. Can't come up with a way. We did for years, except probably on the Native American soil, you know, and wherever else we could kind of fucking make a little money. And then fucking, and then speaking of that, wound up that uh, in Mississippi, they have like 80 million bucks for welfare and they were giving it away to, to the basically people who didn't need the money. It's cheap, you know, Brett Favre apparently got a million dollars to give three speeches that he didn't give. And they put $5 million of welfare money into building a uh, a volleyball, a place for the kids, the girls' volleyball team, where I guess the men's too, at the University of Southern Mississippi, where, where Brett Favre's daughter was going. What is the matter with us? How do they do that? People in your goddamn fucking, they're people who fucking, they don't have a pot to piss in, they can't get food, and you're going to fucking build a volleyball fucking stadium? Well, there's only 2,000 seats or whatever. It's not really a... Yes, it's fucking insane is what it is. Okay? You take the money and what you do it with what it was earmarked for. Whether you like it or fucking not, that's your job. All right? That's how come you got elected or chosen or whatever. Whoever was the fuck who directed that shit off the rails. And uh, I'm, I'm just astonished by it all. And, and, and it, it, you know, it is, it's biblical. That's greed on a biblical level <laughs> beyond belief. And this is, uh, and flooding. And then meanwhile, the uh, state of uh, California continues to burn to the ground.
I, I just can't even get over it. Which is, it's, 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 it's beyond anyone's comprehension. I, and I'm, 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 and, 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 and then in Greenland, there's the ice is falling. They call it zombie ice. That's falling into the water. That'll raise the uh, fucking level of the seas. I, I, at what point, I, I have said a, a number of times that, you know, you can't really use these examples, you know, how hot it got. And it's hot as fucking nuts out, out there in, uh, you know, a ton of the Arizona, you know, which is always hot as fuck anyway. And Las Vegas and New Mexico, it's, it's the whole area out there, the whole Southwest is burning up. And I, I've said time and again, I repeat myself, <laughs> is that that the, uh, um, the you can't really take this as an example of the kind of weather aberrations. Well, you know what? Enough's enough. You can take it as the fact that uh, I, I, I look. There's enough shit already. Fact wise, this is a, a list of the facts of how we would have a sense of why there already is. The problem in, in, in terms of our environment because of uh, the, the uh, of what we have done to the goddamn climate, what we have done to, uh, you know, you know, the uh, global warming. OK, all of that uh, has, has gone on all of it. And uh, and so, you know, when you look at the, the kind of the the fucking aberrant weather things, you know, you can kind of start going, well, you know, maybe uh, these are the kind of, uh, you know, footnotes to the big, to the, you know, that you, you look up the, the, in the bigger kind of things. Well, you know, it, it was 192 in Arizona today. And then you look at the bottom and go, oh, see, see the article on page, you know, at the end of the book about, uh, about why the sun is a foot from the fucking earth now. And uh, I know it's, it didn't make sense. You know what? Because I'm just it, none of this makes sense anymore. And it's it's breaking my brain. All right. And I'm sure it's breaking a lot of yours. God. And now uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get online today. They go, well, here come the new the new uh, the new booster shots. And, you, I, and I do need to get one now because I've held off because my doctor told me to. And because uh, I. I have I had super amounts of antibodies apparently, and it would have been a wasted shot. And now, of course, I look and you, it's impossible to find out where to get it. That's going to come out on uh, Tuesday or Monday, and it should be uh, really well. So far, no, there's been no announcements. So that that that's that'll be what I'm be doing right after I sign up with you and look again. Uh, Meanwhile, I did have a wonderful birthday. It was really great. It was great to see my friends. And uh, uh, it was uh, really had a, a terrific time, um, even though I'm, I, I'm, I'm just <laughs> tired of this aging process, which, uh, you know, you wish they would, you know, someday some, and there will be a generation where they'll just be replacements, parts and everything. And, oh, you need some new skin, but we look done. Everything will be fine, uh, and uh, nobody will smoke. Nobody will eat fatty foods. Everybody will be perfect, and they'll live forever. Um, and then that'll probably then they'll need a whole bunch of psychologists to deal with the problems caused by that. Traumatized by the fact that he's three hundred eighty-seven. 
And uh, I did find myself uh, suckered in this week to, uh, and not really, I guess suckered in, because I have not for years watched tennis, and I found myself watching uh, Serena. Uh, and I am not an avid, I don't, I barely have watched tennis over the past 20 years. I, I, it, I lost all interest in the sport. Uh, I had been uh, attempting to be on my high school tennis team. Uh, you would have to battle through a whole bunch of people. I would get to number 10 on the list. Uh, eight would be the amount playing at the time. And, uh, and then I would, by the end of when then the, by the time I got to 10, by the next week, it would start over again. And I'd try to beat number nine, number nine would beat me. Then number 11 would beat me. Number 12 would beat me. And I went all the way back down the ladder. And then I went back up the ladder and it was all well and good in terms of physical exercise, but I sucked. Um, I, I just, it was exhausting and I got tired of it and frustrated. And I said, fuck this. Meanwhile, uh, a year or two later, my brother made the tennis team, uh, we went out and played a match. He won six oh six one. He was about four inches shorter than I was at the time. I took the racket and fired it over the uh, the the uh, the fence around the tennis court, over the the uh, fence that was around uh, uh, the naval ordnance lab where my father worked. So it landed there, and uh, that was it. That was it for me in tennis. But I. Uh, so I, I I just didn't watch I you know and um, I didn't and then I stopped caring about a lot of the people who were playing I didn't give a shit about it and, and even with her I just didn't uh, get captivated um, like many of my friends were but I did watch and it was kind of an extraordinary uh, moment to see and uh, she truly is what are you going to say. Uh, and uh, they have to use something else besides goat. You have to stop saying goat. It's not a, I don't care. It's, it's sure it's greatest of all time, but there's got to be another. Just say uh, uh, best, best ever, whatever it is. But goat is just, it irritates me for some reason. And, uh, but she certainly is uh, beyond, beyond. I mean, that's quite remarkable. Um, and I really thought, and, I, and the reason she lost was because I started following. Yep. Uh, she won those first two, and I thought, maybe it's turned around. Maybe the fact that when I watch a team play, as I have over and over and over again, that, uh, and saw every team that I care about lose in the most insane, unbelievable fashions, that, you know, that somehow, and she was up. She was up. And, and she was leading. I was... I, I walked away from the TV for a while. She was leading for nothing when I came back and then bam, gone, but hats off and, uh, uh really, uh, a triumph. And, uh, she will now, you know, uh, march into the sunset, uh, you know, with, uh, no doubt doing something else quite extraordinary. She, there's, she's, she's one of those folks. Um, and, or if she doesn't, who gives a shit? <laughs> She's already done it. Um, you know, so, uh, and I'm sure people have asked me back, I can't believe you, but, but I do. Uh, it, it, it's hard not to be impressed. Um, uh, you got to be kind of uh, callous <laughs> not, not to, to find it impressive. But I, I must say, I don't feel badly having missed her career. I, I don't because it's tennis. And that, like uh, 
soccer has never intrigued me uh, a lot. Soccer a little more. Uh, there's a little, uh, but not not by much. Like, mm. and um, and that's where we are. That's a week. Yes, sir. And this is a wrap. Uh, I am done with this talking about stuff this week because uh, I got other things to do. I got two fantasy football teams. I got to get focus on them, and I got to find a, a booster shot. And uh, going to talk to uh, my mom, maybe. Um, her and uh so um here we go you got a few things just to throw your way from those great folks at uh at the um at the week uh the uh i'm not gonna say what you you you, you'll know what i might have said about this the polish academy of sciences officially classified cats as an invasive invasive alien species because they kill billions of birds and small mammals a year and have a negative influence on native biodiversity. Yes. I'm not, uh, and I, I have to agree. I mean, I, my, uh, in my next <clears throat> special will, will show you my position on cats. And this would be come to a, something Kathleen, my friend, Kathleen Madigan would be out, outraged. Jeez. She loves cats and has has a few of them around now, and um, I uh, I see them as a, a, an invasive alien species. I always have weird little fuckers, um, but you will soon know my position on it. But uh, I agree with them in Poland, and I'm glad somebody finally uh, finally had the courage to to nail it. I I don't think it has to do. It's not so much the their. Uh, the negative influence on native biodiversity. Uh, I just think they're creepy little fucks, and uh, and I'll stick by that position. The shit in a box. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> no other animal does that. And also, as usual, another idiot uh, running for Congress, the Republican uh, Laverne Spicer. Uh, claimed uh, that there are no pronouns in the Constitution. I, I don't know why she would claim that, uh, but that's really... She, critics pointed out that there are dozens of pronouns in the Constitution, including its first word, we. Something that she might not understand because it's all about me, I think, with Laverne, possibly. A lot of the times I feel that with Republicans... It's uh, the me party versus the we party. Uh, and the me party really is in terms of when, when th times were good, it was like, you know, we need to save some money so that we, so that, uh, you know, so that we have money for the we, um, for all the things that we need to do. But, uh, but that's for another time because we're going to, we're going to get on out of here. And by we, I mean, me and my multiple personalities, uh, it has been a pleasure, as always, to spend time with you. I think you're going to, as I've always said, I'm, I'm, you know, that uh, we've got some gr great, uh, great rants coming your way again this week. Uh, the, uh, the folks writing in, all of you, uh, never let me down. And I hope I don't let you down. I hope that uh, you have a great school year and that you all get A's. Okay? Neither shoot. Continue to take care of each other because uh, 
that's what we got to do in light of all the shit that's hitting all the fans. All righty. Bye-bye. And I nearly forgot, which is common for someone as they get older, they forget shit. Uh, but I did to thank all of you for those uh, many kind words and birthday wishes that were sent in in all of the variety of social media platforms. Um, it deeply appreciated. Um, means a lot. And uh, thank you. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Here we go. This comes in from Wayne Baker, a nifty little rant. Uh, in honor of two great rants, he sent it in, the cock blocker rant of the lady from Williamsport and the I've given the wounded mouse weed. I'm questioning my sanity. The one, That lady's rant. This is from Wayne B. in an undisclosed locale. I want to divorce my asshole in-laws, but I can't. Uh, the young ones are too important to abandon. But the older ones cannot be convinced that their favorite conspiracy theories are shit or that climate change is a real problem for all of us. They have the intellectual curiosity of a goldfish, God damn it! Uh, recently, one of them, pointing to the sky on a somewhat cooler than normal summer day, said, there is no evidence of global warming that I can see. And it gets worse from there, with their hatred of anyone not in their fundamentalist tribe. How can you talk about threats to democracy and the future of the world 
with relatives who fail to accept facts and science. I just had to write this to Bent. Hoping against hope, do you have any wisdom or advice to share for when they spout off their bullshit the next time? Thanks for letting me vent. And <laughs> it's my pleasure to let you vent, Wayne. It's a great joy in my life is to be able to share uh, the voices of people who have got to get something off their chest. And uh, I'm going to follow this with someone who sent in something that might help you the next time. Certainly, I think will help a number of folks who uh, who watch the, the Randcast. All right. Thank you again. Stay tuned. An answer is coming. Not from me. I got no fucking idea. I got no clue. I hide because I don't know what to say to them. And uh, generally, when I do, it's not good. From Nancy, no last name. She is uh, sharing some answers and hopefully will help our friend Wayne. Dear Lewis, I spent my summer listening to and reading the words of a stream of pundits and public intellectuals whose messages reduced to three major points. Number one, as a nation, we are fucked. Number two, every citizen has a role in getting us unfucked. And number three, the only way for us to get unfucked is to reach out to each other. So I've drafted some conversational guidelines for those who might be having trouble communicating with those at the far right end of the political spectrum. First, remember that the mental picture of your conversational partner has at the beginning of your encounters is is that you are standing next to Hillary Clinton in a Georgetown cellar drinking the blood of children from a Williams-Sonoma wine glass. You have some work to do right out of the gate. (laughs) To make yourself more relatable, you might want to demonstrate what a regular person you are. For example, by using we was in a sentence. What's a little subject verb disagreement when democracy hangs in the balance? Topic selection is tricky. You can say something sports related like, how about those bears? But you'll need to avoid any mention of the Washington commanders, however, because that hatchet is not yet buried. If you're Maggot has a pet, you can say cute dog and ask its breed, but don't stray into how the dog was acquired because rescuing is a woke thing. Also, nobody needs to know about your dog's grooming. This is just inviting trouble. If you're a college student being questioned about your education, you may be perceived as a show-off, even by politicians uh, whose degrees in universities are far better than yours. In the interest of political harmony, you should claim you are a computer science major working your way through college as a plumber's assistant. For extra bonding, mention that the entire student body and faculty is liberal, lazy, and couldn't walk even one day in your shoes. There may come a time when you are presented with the opportunity to have a longer, more philosophical conversation. Follow these tips to maximize your success. First, you must profess belief in a single deity, though nothing in far-right doctrine requires you to actually follow the the teachings of that deity. Throughout human history, there have been many belief systems with many gods, but to simplify your interactions, it's best to follow classic American Jesus. 
who want you to have an upper middle class lifestyle, great kitchen countertops, and children who marry within their race. When it comes to politics, nothing requires that you have read or studied the United States Constitution before invoking, for example, the Tenth Amendment. If in reality, knowing any facts will be a barrier to your acceptance, it's enough that you read what people write about the Constitution on Twitter. After all, they wouldn't be posting it if they weren't experts. If you find yourself deeply engaged in a political conversation that may be going awry, you should just explain, sounds like a state's rights issue to me, and move on. This does not need to have any internal logic. Just say those words. I'll repeat them for Nancy with no last name. Sounds like a state's rights issue to me. In a departure from centuries of social tradition, explicit references to genitalia are now acceptable. Mm -hmm. You can talk about somebody grabbing pussy or being a pussy. The eating of pussy is a bit more complex, and you should avoid discussions of this completely, except when offered a description of a birthday present that a male husband gives his female wife within the confines of their godly marriage, just to spice it up. References to male genitalia have also been popularized. See if you can use the term big dick energy to compliment the most sociopathic person in the room. You'll be a hit! In closing, remember that our society will wither and die unless you can engage the hearts and minds of people who believe in crisis actors, ivermectin, and good racists. Now get out there with your big dick energy, and save democracy. That was quite quite well put, Nance. Nancy, if I may call you Nance. And I hope that helps many of the folks out there. Andrea Doria has uh, got a lot to say, and I think worth the time hearing it. All righty. Dear Lewis is a woman born and raised in Central Europe, specifically in Germany. I have some thoughts about your nation. What the actual fuck, America? There, I've said it. And I'm already exhausted. I want to yell at your country and also silently pull my hair out in despair when I think of it. When I was a kid in the 1970s and 80s, the U.S. was the greatest place in the entire fucking universe. We looked up to you people. We admired you and wanted to be just like you. Cowboys and millionaires and movie stars and rock and roll, anything that was American was just so damn cool. And no, I won't forget that without the U.S. joining the Allied forces, the Nazis would have murdered many, many more people than they already had by the time the war finally ended. The Marshall Plan set Western Europe on the road to democracy and peace, and it enabled the generation of my grandparents and parents to rebuild their countries and their lives. I'll be forever grateful for that because it allowed me to grow up in a free and democratic society, one that I cherish every day, and I cherish it even more these days. Every time there's news from the USA, a fucking tragedy is what your nation is, and a disappointment to generations of Europeans who grew up looking up to you people. 
Over the years, my glittering childhood idea of the U.S. has already taken a number of hits. Reagan's Star Wars program. Hearing about your fucked up so-called health care and education systems. The Rodney King riots. Bush becoming president through election fraud, fraud. The list goes on. Still, I thought, politics aside, most of them are good people. And they know the difference between good and bad. Then Sandy Hook happened. And what I saw after that unspeakable, heinous crime was that as a nation, a people, a community of human beings, the U.S. did not cry out, did not march, did not call their representatives every damn day or write to them or stand outside their offices with signs and bullhorns telling them to stop slaughtering children. They did not do any of these things except for much too small a number of brave and caring people who sadly made no difference whatsoever. It was shocking to see a nation not only allow such a thing to happen, but also not do everything in its power to stop it from happening again and again and again. I kept thinking, what kind of people do that? When Obama got elected, we had dared to hope that things would get better. And that may sound strange to you, like, what do the Europeans care who's the president over here? They should mind their own business. Nothing I'd like to be able to say more, but because the USA, or, 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 or rather are, or rather were, such a dominant power in the geopolitics of our time, Everything that happens in your country inevitably has an effect on the rest of the world, which is why we have no choice but to have an interest in what's happening in U.S. politics. For the first couple of months after Obama had won the election, every single person I talked to, not only Germans, but French, Spanish, Brits, Dutch, were convinced he would get shot by some racist asshole during the first year of his presidency. Imagine what kind of an image Europeans have of your nation that we would be so sure to expect such a thing. And then 2016 came around, and I don't even know where to start. The United States have achieved something I thought was impossible. After everything we learned from Nazi rule and World War II and the Holocaust, all of the nations on the fucking planet. It is the United States of fucking America that has managed to make fascist ideas and ideology acceptable again. Well, thanks a fucking lot, America. And this year, Uvalde, how can you allow this to happen? Why don't enough of you care? Why... Don't you protect your children? What can possibly be more important than that? I'm tired, Lewis, and scared, sad, and angry. I hear what the neo-fascists in your country are saying, and I don't hear enough people standing up against them. The hatred and the lies they're spreading just to make more money and get more power. There are many people here in Europe, too many, who are picking up the same tactics and rhetoric. Hungary, Poland, France, Italy, 
Turkey. I never would have thought I would live to see the day that fascism returns. I'm 50 years old this year. I don't have any children of my own, but I have enough empathy to worry about other people's children. I keep telling myself that we were scared shitless in the 1980s too, when nuclear war seemed imminent all the time. And when Chernobyl blew up in 86, we got through it and everything was fine for a few decades after that. So I'm hoping this too will turn out to be just a phase. It will pass without a global catastrophe. But it sure never felt as bad as it does now. Mm -mm, not for as long as I can remember. Anyway, as that old song goes, we pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, off and start all over again. Thanks for everything, Lewis. You're a shining light in these dark times. You're not, not shining enough. P.S. My mother had a bad stroke a few years ago and has been living in a care home since. From what you've said about your mom, they seem to be similar characters. Say hi to her from me if you think she'd be interested to know. She has a fan in Germany. I don't know if you'd want to hear what she'd have to say, Andrea. If that's your if that's your name, Andrea Doria. That's that boat. Is that your name? Um, that's a well, that's well put, and certainly um I understand those feelings you have, and many uh, folks that I know have those feelings, and I know people uh, that I know have, for the first time, thought about leaving here because they just don't want to go back and live through a time period that many of them already lived through once and didn't think we'd have to fucking go back to. Um, I do have hope, uh, and... Uh, and, and <laughs> I was thinking, I do have hope and, and not enough drugs to maintain that hope. <laughs> I, I, uh, no, I, um, I do. And I, th I think we could turn a corner. But boy, um, it's going to take an effort. And it's uh, hopefully enough is fuck enough is fuck enough for everybody here. The, 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 I, I understand. But look, it, for folks who are listening, this is I constantly talk about this. The fact that folks in other countries look at us and watch us and pay attention to what we're doing. And we have to we have to have to, whether we fucking like it or not, be an example to the world. And they sit and they look at us and they wonder the fuck why. I have a good friend of mine in Paris, the same thing. I get emails, the same fucking things that they're worried about in terms of us. So thank you, Andrea. And um, I hope uh, I hope this reaches some of the folks out there in my audience who kind of said, well, what do the Europeans know? They know a lot. They got a history. They got a culture. <laughs> a little bit's nutty, but we'll talk about that some other time. Thank you. From Sean Murphy, a bit of house ranting. My wife and I are excited by buying a new house and can't wait to make it our own. But please, if you're going to sell a house, do not be a petty, sore, pathetic loser seller because you didn't get your way when you sold the house. The previous seller decided to leave us many surprises. First was the lovely trash and junk left in the garage. A vacuum... A 
full of dog hair, old broken down chairs and assorted crap. Also, a dirty used toilet. Second, take all of your food out of the fridge and freezer. I am not going to eat your nasty leftover food from God knows how long, and God knows how long it's been sitting in the fridge. There's a garbage can full of her food. Thirdly, do not take all the light bulbs from the house. Let me repeat that. All the bulbs. There are no bulbs in the basement, no bulbs in the master bedroom and the bath. One bulb out of four in the main bed. No bulbs in the other bedrooms. She was kind enough to leave some lights in the kitchen. Also, she left some dirty clothes in one of the bedrooms. The one thing I am having a hard time wrapping my head around is is that she took the doorbell button. Who the hell takes the doorbell button? Are there special family heirloom Amish-made doorbell buttons? Hmm. I don't know but she must have really liked that doorbell button. (laughs) All this pettiness, because as her realtor told our realtor, she was pissed because she couldn't take the cabinets in the garage that were attached to the garage. These cabinets must have been made from an exotic extinct species of wood that is only found in the deepest, darkest parts of the Amazon that men have died to bring her these cabinets, which was a selling point to me when we saw the house. We were told that she was taking them after we made an offer and signed the contract. The garage cabinets were not mentioned in the contract that she was taking them. Her agent told our agent that this was a closing from hell. My rant is over. I would look for other surprises she left us, but I'm sitting in the dark because she really wanted those damn light bulbs. Wow, that is unbelievable. The doorbell. Who takes the bulbs? I mean, that's unbelievable. Unless they were lifelong bulbs, unless they were those you know ones that last eight years, nine years, ten years. Boy, the lighting here is a little strange, isn't it? Well, that's because it's a very gray day out there. And it's the best I can do down here in my um, public access studio. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for that. And I'm sure others will. uh, Others who've been through the uh, house buying hell will enjoy every moment of that. And those who haven't, I think, will like it too. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's one from Jeremy Jackson. 
Could you tell my wife, and I'll make sure she's listening, that she is certifiably crazy. She has to have the corresponding sauce to where she got the food from or she won't eat it. For example, if she orders nuggets from Popeye, she has to have a ranch dressing that's from Popeye's. One time I forgot to get the ranch and she refused to eat the fucking nuggets. I told her that we have a perfectly good bottle of ranch in the fridge, but she said, and I quote, it's not the same. And then proceeded to throw it away while I looked at her in a stunned silence. We argued about that for a long time. And my argument was, I understand it's not as good, but to go all the way to inedible is fucking extreme. And she I don't care. It's not the same. It's nasty. And I said, well, next time you go buy your own goddamn food. So once again, could you tell her she's a crazy person? Because when I say it, it falls on deaf ears. Jeremy. Thank you, Jeremy. And uh, I think what you should do really is a taste test. I think you should bring over three friends, put on one side the uh, chicken... uh, Nuggets from Popeye's uh, with uh, the uh, ranch from the house and the other with the with the spectacular Popeye's ranch dressing and uh, and have them taste and see if there is a difference between them so that you can then say to your wife, yes, yes, my dear, I love you dearly, but you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> it, I think a taste test is in order, Jeremy. Tracy James sends in a hell of a rant based on having to deal with rough, just a, a rough fucking bullshit. What is the fucking deal with food stamps? Huh? Or as it is now known, the Nutrition Assistance Program. I'm on disability due to a brain aneurysm, so I was familiar with the joke. Not much assistance there. I started my journey with them sending me a food stamp card and telling me I qualified. But I qualified for zero. That's right. I was fucking qualified and they sent me a card with the generous amount of zero dollars to assist me in maintaining my ability to eat deposited monthly into my account. Wow. At the time I was put on disability, I was making the overwhelming sum of $768 a month. So as you can imagine, I was living high off the hog on the government's teeth, so to speak. If not for my best friend, I might have been homeless or worse, forced to go live with my sister in California. So my fucking food stamp card became kind of a joke I kept in my wallet for laughs. Eventually, I got increases up to the staggering sum of $17 and then $20 per month. And then came the fucking pandemic, and I got a letter stating I would now be getting my full allotment of nutrition assistance. What the fuck? Why are we not getting our full allotment all the time? And suddenly, I'm getting $220 a month, and I was fucking ecstatic. 
Instead of eating top ramen three days a week, I was buying real food. I could cook again or not cook and buy frozen meals of better quality. My diabetes was under control and I lost a little weight. The fucking pandemic was the best thing that happened to me in 20 years. So who is in charge of this? Because in May, the program ended and I'm back to the $20 level. I'm not eating less than before, but the fucking pandemic is over. So I guess I don't need to eat well, even though after four fucking doses of the vaccine, I got COVID and could really use the help. But the fucking government had decided the fucking pandemic was over. I've called various governmental agencies and contacted my representative, and no one is in charge. Apparently, the FS program is handled by a mysterious they, that being the food stamp program, is handled by a mysterious they in the Department of Agriculture. They decided that people needed more food at home because no one was working. Well, I'm on disability. I never work. I'm always at home. Why am I lumped in with the poor sots who both work and get paid so little, they still have to depend on government assistance? This whole fucking country is beyond screwed up. And the assistance given to the disabled is a fucking embarrassment. Now it's back to food boxes from churches and the kindness of friends who occasionally can afford to take me out. And ramen soup? God, do I fucking hate ramen soup. That is just amazing. And then people say, well, you know, what's the matter? You know, can't you do something? Huh? How come you're on discipline? Fuck, fucking tired of it. Tired of it. Tired of people thinking that someone like you is screwing them. Because that's what, the, you know, there are people out there who think that shit. Just how we end up with these votes like this. Well, take care of yourself, Tracy. It's n- not easy to share that, I'm sure. This comes to us uh, from B.J. Terry. This is my rant, and it will be a bit unusual to say the fucking least. So the other day, while talking with my mom and dad, at the end of the call, my dad, from out of fucking nowhere, he said, I didn't know you ha- hated your nickname so bad. Well, I don't really but I actually hate how fucking immature people still act, even at my age of 58. I keep thinking I'll outgrow the bullshit. People think they're so original making the blowjob reference. Fucking hack. At least be a little creative, assholes. I come up with the comebacks. I just go by that to save time on letting people know what I like. Or the business is named after me. You don't see Wendy flipping burgers, do you, shithead? Then you have people that fucking prefer to call me Bill. BJ is for Bill Jr., for reference, because they are uncomfortable. I even came up with a self-deprecating comment that my parents named me after what I should have been. I also have two brothers, Jerkoff and Jackoff. They are identical twins. If they thought they were uncomfortable before, fuck them. It's not bullying if I enjoy the ability to turn the shit on to them. I think the best one was when my mom once actually said that in 1964, a blowjob wasn't referred to as a BJ. 
So let me just say, fuck me. And I need to get over my fucking self. That was weird and cathartic. (laughs) I can understand your irritation with this, BJ. Well, you're fucked. I mean, you know, (laughs) that's a hell of a nickname. I mean, what are you going to do? That's what people do. As soon as they hear BJ, they get all excited. So why I love doing this is moments like this, out of nowhere, on a rainy afternoon, just, just past Labor Day. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy, or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters, and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me, Lewis Black. It is produced by James Salkine. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brewer. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. And most of all, thank you, all of you who ranted so well on this show. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.